Hello, my loves. I am starting my first official episode of my podcast, Brutally Soft, one you're listening to currently. You might hear some ASMR wind noises or sounds in the back. I'm currently recording this in my room at the tail end of a hurricane. (laughs) So, welcome. If you have ever felt like you didn't belong, you do here. My podcast, Brutally Soft, is kind of just going to be me talking about things that I feel are important, things that I have experience with, things that I want to get to know better, especially about myself. And it's going to be kind of like a conversation that I'm having with myself every week and, of course, with you guys. The first episode, the one that you're currently listening to, I wanted to talk about something that's been a huge part of my life in both positive and negative ways, and that's self-love and self-acceptance. I've been on this self-love journey for a really long time. I went to a predominantly white school in a really small area, and I was the only black person of color and the only larger person in the entire school, pretty much. And I learned pretty quickly that if you weren't white and you weren't thin, you didn't have very much value outside of being the funny fat friend or the scapegoat. And I fell into that pretty quickly. I kind of learned that if that if I wanted to survive in the school that I was going to, I had to mold to what they wanted me to be. Because as long as I molded to what they wanted me to be, I would be deemed as funny or valuable or accepted. And I genuinely thought that that was true, obviously. I learned later on that that necessarily wasn't, but I shrunk myself to be smaller personality-wise so that people would think I was smaller physically, and I know that that doesn't make sense, and I know (laughs) that that sounds crazy, but I I genuinely thought it was going to work. I figured if I shrunk my personality, shrunk who I was, then people wouldn't see me as big. I realized pretty quickly that the shrinking myself thing didn't work because people saw me as big either way, so... I thought maybe if I made my personality big, people would only see my big personality and would pay less attention to my body. And I guess that kind of worked in a sense, but people definitely still paid attention to my body and I still got ridiculed. I still got made fun of. I was still told that if I stayed as big as I was, that no one would love me, see me as any less than just a fat girl. I would have a difficult time in life, you know, loving myself. And having that told to you your entire life by people, your your peers, by adults, by people in your life that you would expect to, to tell you you're beautiful and you're worthy, when they don't tell you that, you you start to believe them. You You get told something enough, you believe that it's true. And I, having been bullied from probably second grade until all the way my senior year of high school, I went to college thinking it's either going to be the same and it's going to be a second high school for the next four years, or it's going to be completely different. Just like my my family's been telling me my whole life, once you get to college, Amber, things will be different. And then I got to college and it was different for the most part. I didn't really get ridiculed face to face anymore. No one made snide comments about how much weight I gained or lost. But the one thing that wasn't different 
was how I viewed myself and how I took all of those things that I'd been told all my life and formed them into how I felt about me. So I was in this different environment. People were looking at me differently, but I wasn't looking at myself differently. So it didn't make the experience for me necessarily any better than high school, at least for the first couple years of college, because I genuinely hated myself so much and the way that I looked so much and my personality and how I thought I was annoying. I hated all those things about myself so much. I stopped and or failed to see all of the good stuff about myself. And my eating disorder that I had developed in elementary school came back full force in college because now I was around all of these people we were living together and I wanted to so desperately be liked in a way that I wasn't liked in high school that I felt the only way to accomplish that was to be thin. So I developed an eating disorder in a different way than the one that I had in high school. And I convinced myself that if I was thinner, if I was prettier, people would like me. And I obviously kind of got that idea from movies and TV shows, books. The girl, the overweight girl, loses weight, finds a boyfriend, makes friends, becomes happier. And I fed into that in so many ways, especially in college. And for the first couple years of college, I was miserable. I was making all these new friends, but I was going home to my dorm in my room at night and crying because I thought that I was ugly. And I developed a crush on a boy. And shortly after he told me that he didn't like me, I immediately blamed my weight and thought, if I was thinner, he'd like me. If I was thinner, things would be different. Not taking into account the fact that he said he didn't like me for various other reasons that genuinely had nothing to do with my weight. And I would find that out at least three or four years later. I didn't wear shorts for for my first couple years of college because I felt walking on campus, people would see my legs and no one would want to talk to me afterwards. I kind of started wearing crop tops when I was a freshman and a sophomore, but I didn't really start wearing them until I was a junior because I was so worried what people were going to think. And as soon as I turned 21 and me and my friends started going to the bar, I would cry on my bedroom floor having full breakdowns about what to wear so that people wouldn't think or wouldn't notice that I was fat. And my friends every time kind of came to expect that when we were going out, I would lock myself in my room, cry, put on clothes, put on this fake confidence that I knew and they knew didn't exist. But to everyone else in that bar or on that campus, I looked like the most confident person in the world. And I remember a couple weeks ago having a conversation with someone that I was really close with in college. And she was like, when we would go to the bar and I would see you, you would just look so confident and so in your element. And everyone wanted to talk to you and boys wanted to flip you. And you were just this confident, glowing person. And I said back to her, I think it's crazy that you say that or that you feel that way because the entire time I was at the bar, all I was thinking about was my back roll is exposed. Someone stands to the side of me and I'm going to look wide. Someone, you know, hugs me from behind or from the front. They're going to feel my rolls. Or they're they're going to feel my stomach. These boys are not flirting with me. They're just being nice to me because there's no way these boys could be flirting with me because I'm not attractive. and I'm not pretty. And this just doesn't make sense to me. And my body dysmorphia was nuts. And I'd constantly be picking at my clothes. And I had to have at least 
four drinks just to feel like a human at the bar. And I didn't realize at the time how detrimental that was to my thinking and the ways in which I continued to view myself. So I graduated college, still feeling pretty much the same way as I always did. And I move on from college, I started a job, and I'm meeting new people. Me and my friends are going out to the bars because now I'm, 20, I'm 22, 23 at this point. And I still felt like the same girl that I was in high school. And not personality-wise, I'd grown a lot, I'd experienced a lot of things that I that helped me to grow into the woman that I was supposed to become. But there was always that one aspect of, I'm not pretty. I don't like myself. I think I'm ugly and I'm fat. That never seemed to change no matter how much I grew, no matter how mature I was, no matter any of it. I still felt ugly and unworthy, unloved in that in a, in a romantic sense. And I would always blame it on my weight and other people's inability to see me because of my weight. And I started therapy this past year and it was the first time I really talked about it. It was the first time I really sat down with someone and said, hey, these are all the things I'm doing. I know that there's no way that this is healthy and I don't want to feel like this anymore. I just don't. I don't want to wake up in the morning and get dressed and look at myself in the mirror and think, wow, you're disgusting. Don't go outside because everyone else is going to think you're disgusting too. I was so tired of living in fear of people seeing me, of people touching me, of people getting close to me because of my body, because of how I felt about my body, and because of how I thought other people would see me because of my body. Whether that was accurate or not, whether they actually, people actually looked at me and thought, wow, that girl's ugly. And I didn't want to care anymore. I didn't want to give that so much power over my emotions anymore because it had for such a long time. Someone would call me fat and it would ruin my entire week. And I would be afraid to go outside and I would wear baggy clothes. And that's just one person's opinion. One person could have called me fat that week and 20 other people could have called me beautiful and that person calling me fat would have been the only thing that I clung on to. That one person calling me fat was enough for me to think that I was unworthy. So when I started therapy and I kind of said I was tired of feeling like this, she was like, okay, well, what are some things that we can do? What are some ways in which we can combat this thinking? I have affirmations on my mirror every single day. I read them out loud to myself. I am putting myself out there on social media in a way that's completely different from anything I've ever done before. I'm wearing clothes that I want to wear and not thinking about how other people are going to view me in them. And it took a long time for me to get here. It took months for me to get here. And I think a large catalyst was I was on an Instagram live with my friend. It was her live and we were kind of drinking and her friends were asking us questions. And these couple of guys, you know, started watching the live and started commenting. And they were like, oh, this ugly fat bitch, this ugly fat Aunt Jemima. And I was like, oh, they're talking about me. And my heart sunk to my stomach and I immediately got off the live and I immediately started sobbing and I told her I don't want to go back in there I cried about it and I cried about it and I cried about it and I I wanted someone else to benefit from my pain so I put a video on TikTok about what had happened and how if there were other people in the world that were going through similar things to know that they weren't alone 
and that it happens to the best of us and that we'll get through this and that it shouldn't be okay and that it's not okay. And the women that liked and commented on that video saved me from myself that night because in my head, all I was thinking was this guy who has no pictures, doesn't have a picture of themselves as their profile picture. This person on the internet that doesn't know me had the ability to make me cry for hours and hours, all because he called me fat. He didn't say I was a horrible person. He didn't say anything about my character. He called me fat. An opinion, because if you ask someone else, they might not think I was fat. Not that being fat is a bad thing. I had to take a, I had to take a step back and really think about why I, why I allowed that to make me cry. I'm, am I fat? Yes. Does that mean that I'm ugly or less, wor- less worthy or less important or less beautiful than the next person? Absolutely not. And that was the lesson that I learned that night. That night, some four or five months ago, I learned that other people's opinions of me are not my responsibility. I learned that other people's opinions of me are not facts. And for my entire life, I've been taking other people's opinions as fact. And that's what got me to where I am. And in that one night, at that moment, I was like, wow, I feel something change inside me that now don't care about other people's opinions. Sure, once you get told something enough, like I get called fat on TikTok all the time, when you get told something enough, obviously it kind of bothers you and it gets to you for a little while. And then you kind of find your way back to yourself and you're like, this person decided to call me fat on the internet for various reasons. Because they actually think I'm fat and they're just mean. Because they are insecure about themselves and they need to project onto someone else, especially someone that's confident. They just wanted to troll and I was an easy target because everybody knows that fat phobia is rampant and not only rampant but popular. People love being fat phobic. It's their favorite thing. So true self-acceptance and self-love for me started when other people's opinions stopped mattering more than my own. Let me say that again. (laughs) Self-love started, for me at least, when other people's opinions stopped mattering more than my own. Mm. Wow, that feels good coming out of my mouth. I have never in my life gone a moment where I haven't thought about how other people viewed me. And for the past four months, I have lived my life unapologetically myself, not valuing other people's opinions over my own. And I've never felt more confident, more beautiful, more at home in my skin, in my bones, in my body, and more myself than I do in this exact moment. Am I where I want to be? Not yet. Am I where I need to be? Absolutely. And the journey for self-love and self-acceptance and self-discovery is long and winding and there's dips and valleys and obstacles and I'm nowhere near where I was and I'm not far from where I want to be. But there's nothing wrong with still being on that road. There's nothing wrong with just starting your journey of self-love and self-discovery. There's nothing wrong with being a work in progress. I think that's something that I forget to tell myself sometimes is that it's okay to not be where you want to be yet because half the fun and half the learning and half the growth comes from being in a certain place and moving to the one you want to be. I feel like I'm somewhere between not quite there and there and 
a lot of people have been telling me that they that I'm glowing, that they can see the radiating love that I have for myself and other people. And those opinions, those those compliments, those words mean more to me and hold more weight in my heart and in my head now than the comments on TikTok of teenage boys calling me fat or middle-aged men saying that I'm too hefty or boys my age telling me that I'm great for everything else except dating because fat girls don't get loved. I'm just so tired of hearing all of those things, obviously, but also I just don't care anymore. You can have your opinions. You can feel how you feel. I won't associate with you then. I'm going to go find my people. I'm going to go find the ones that don't feel the way you do. I'm going to go find the ones that uplift me so that I can uplift them. And that is what matters to me now. Uh, What matters to me now is posting on TikTok in that crop top or in that bralette and shorts and dancing and moving my body and being comfortable with the way that it looks now as I as I continue on my physical health journey, on my mental health journey, on my self-acceptance journey. And I just want to be that positive voice, especially in the plus size community for women and girls that look like me that are being told that it's not okay to love themselves. Just like I was told it wasn't okay to love myself just because I was bigger. And I, I've been getting messages of girls saying, I bought my first crop top because of you. And I am wearing shorts this summer because you wear shorts all the time. And it's those things that keep me going. Those, those words that, that make me feel like, okay, my, my self-acceptance and my self-love is making other people want to do that too. And that feels even better than it does already loving myself. Knowing that loving myself and really feeling at home and comfortable in my body is enabling people to love themselves and feel comfortable in their body means more to me than words can express and is and is a large part of why I keep going even on days, which we all have days. Don't let anyone convince you, especially plus size social media influencers, do not let them convince you that they are confident all the time, 110%. No one is confident 100% of the time. So you're going to have days. Everyone has days. But on those days, when I'm not feeling confident, when I'm not feeling great, I hold on to how I feel on, on the good days and how good I'm making other people feel by accepting myself. And I cut myself some slack and I take a day and I, I say, you know what? I'm not feeling great today, but tomorrow's another day. And tomorrow I'm going to get myself back up and I'm going to start right back where I was on this self-love journey because I owe it to myself and I owe it to the girls and women watching me that are looking for an example of what it looks like to love yourself truly, even when it's hard. Self-love and self-acceptance journeys are two of the hardest roads you'll ever have to walk down. And it's unfortunately a road that you can only walk down on your own but it's worth it. But nothing in life worth having is ever easy. So if you're listening to this and you need a sign or reason to start your self-love and acceptance journey, I'm giving you one right now because your whole life will change. Your whole life, the way you view life, the way you view people, the way you view yourself, everything will change. In case nobody told you today, you're worthy, you're loved, you're accepted, This has been, Amber, the first episode of Brutally Soft, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again in the next episode.